We are your evening explorationists. Please, allow me to show you something. Welcome to an episode where two average and definitely unqualified college students analyze and reflect on lessons in literature and relate them to past, present, and future experiences. And for more cool shit, head up our website listed in the description for more episodes, merch, and well, even more cool shit. Hey guys, it's Nate. And hey, it's Cody. And we are two college students very excited to dive deep into these podcasts, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode looking into The Secret by Rhonda Byrne and The Law of Attraction. In this episode, we'll be looking at how The Secret affects other things in our lives. We will go over the secret to money, relationships, health, the world, and yourself. And we'll start with The Secret to Money. So the main goal is to think in abundance, not I need or want something because there is not enough. Um, Quote, your job is to declare what you would like to have. If cash is one of them, say how much you would like to have, unquote. Setting specific goals related to time horizon or the exact goal you want to achieve is the main idea here. In this case, setting how much money and how long of a time span is crucial to knowing how you are doing in terms of the steps you are taking to achieve that goal. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, and I have, a, I have another quote to add here. Uh, to attract money, you must focus on wealth. It is impossible to bring money into your life when you are noticing you do not have enough because that means you are thinking thoughts that you do not have enough. You must focus on the abundance of money to bring that to you. So as I stated in the first episode, talking about the law of attraction in general, uh, for every action, there is an equal reaction. Your positive thoughts on wealth will lead to equal reactions towards your goal in wealth. This universal idea can be used in many parts of your life, as we will describe more in this episode. And the abundance that we talk about is about, oh my gosh, look at all this money out here. There's so much opportunity. And that's where it comes into play with how much you want and how long you want it. So an example in the book was saying, let's say, uh, was I want to make this much in, let's say, $100,000 in a month. And to do that, you have to grind, you have to set goals for yourself. And then when that month comes, you make 100000 You might not even get there. But the ultimate thing is, you're still getting money close to your goal. So next is the secret to relationships. When attracting relationships, make sure you prioritize your personal goals. Make sure your actions or thoughts don't contradict those goals. And treat yourself with love and respect, which will emulate the people you attract. And, and to make it a p- positive relationship, you know, keep it, keep it natural. And uh, place the majority of your thoughts about the other person's strengths. Rather than focusing, you know, on their on their doubts and their or their complaints. So quote, unless you fill yourself up first, you have nothing to offer anyone. Quote. Relationships should be natural, where you are two individuals working as a team. You know, it's a continual relationship. You can help the other person grow as a partnership. And that way, if the relationship should, God forbid, end, um, you can be more comfortable without the dependency on another, and so can they. Uh, the book also adds to this point by saying, quote, how can you ever expect anyone else to enjoy your company if you don't enjoy your own company? Quote. After all, you are the most important person to yourself, and you should treat yourself with the utmost respect and tell yourself you deserve the best, because you do. 
Yeah, and you know, it's funny, I have the same quote written down here. And what I was going to say about it was, you must love yourself first before you can love anyone else. That's one of the big things that you hear a lot of times um, from many motivational speakers, uh, peers, mentors, whatever it might be. And so because this law of attraction is an internal look at what you want to achieve in your life and the ways you will get there. If you try to love others before you love yourself in this system, your goals will not be achieved the highest capacity. So tend to yourself first and your goals, and then you can take a step and work on your external self and those relationships with others. Right. So, I mean, what does that even look like loving yourself? Let's say, um, you know, going to bed early, starting these habits that no matter who you're with, you're still going to continue this. And ultimately you're going to find your goal and continue these habits in that relationship. And then you just continue and you just work as a team. You're working in two individuals in a team. Next is the secret to health. Um, your mental state dictates your physical health. If you become sick, it is important to maintain a positive outlook, despite the condition, by thinking about perfection. Think, I am perfection, and happiness, such as watching funny movies. Um, I think this happiness is watching funny movies is a good example. But you also have to remember, there's going to be low points, and low points may come out of your control. And keeping your mind focused, oh, I'm doing this for my loved ones, I'm going to get better. Um, and even in relates to this quote, uh, which is all stress begins with one negative thought. Um, this law of attraction, it's very interesting because it nearly applies to every single thought. I mean, you get a bad grade or you get a negative encounter, you know, your day can turn dark immediately and vice versa. So you think long term, if you're sick, you're going to keep being sick. If you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick. Um, it's really what you do after the event or conversation, you know, that'll determine how stressed or how sick that you are. The book says these miracles about happening from the placebo effect and happiness. But, you know, I think those are great. But I think the real thing that we get, could all work on is stress. Um, it's one of the things all of us should be able to manage and not necessarily control uh, because controlling our thoughts is a static state and don't allow for natural calmness and fluidity. But managing our outlook on things is more beneficial and uh, natural. And the book even says, quote, the effect is stress, but the cause was negative thinking, quote. Yeah, I really like that. And I think the idea of stress is um, super important, and especially at our age where we are thrown into this uh, very new experience of college and learning how to make money, make relationships, connections without our parents holding our hands. Um, but this health part of uh, the law of attraction, um, it, it was interesting for me. I it, it was kind of tricky to understand. I have this quote here, and then I'll get more into it. But it says, love and gratitude can part seas, move mountains, and create miracles. And love and gratitude can dissolve any disease. I think that quote is extremely powerful. Uh, it Just thinking about it, just being able to fulfill all of these uh, miracles and miraculous things in our lives can dissolve this disease that we have cooped up inside of us. Um, and so like I was saying earlier, how this is kind of tricky, um, like how, how can one simply picture themselves healing from an incurable disease and ultimately become healed at the end of it? After further examination, I finally realized like everything else in the book, it's about the mindset you have. Right. If you are down and believe this disease or health issue runs your life and defines who you are, equal reactions from the universe will continue to bring bad thoughts and bad energy to your healing process. 
However, if you remain in high hopes and give off good energy while suffering from uh, such a problem, you will receive good energy back. And it has been found that when you maintain a positive mindset during these times of trial, you are more than likely to come out better on the other side. It's simply incredible what your mindset can do with the law of attraction. One uh, kind of out-of-pocket example about how uh, not letting health issues run your life is Breaking Bad, where Walter White, again, another spoiler, um, Walter White is diagnosed with cancer. And he is a chemistry teacher, and he uses his chemistry. Let's. I'm not advising our listeners to cook meth, sell meth, do do hard drugs. <laughs> I'm just saying he found a purpose, he found a passion, and again, reiterating, this is legally binding. Do not do that. But to find a passion that keeps you going, um, maybe even a money a money making thing, similar to Walter White, that you're that passionate about. Um, is also another example, even though it's a little out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, but let's move into more of a broader perspective, the secret to the world. Uh, so I have a quote here. So if we're really angry, for instance, at a war that's going on, or strife, or suffering, we're adding our energy to it. We're pushing ourselves, and that only creates resistance. The book continues with another quote, which adds to this idea, and it says, what you resist persists, and you made plenty of comments on that in one of our previous episodes. Now, as I was just mentioning about health and mindset, the same holds true with mindset and the world. Instead of resisting the bad, embrace the good. And I think that is what makes all the difference in people's lives. Instead of focusing all of our energy on this negative thought, this negative energy, our fears, our deepest, darkest um, worries, focus on what good can come of these opportunities. And this quote is crucial to the world we live in today. And I think uh, it can be important to all listeners. Nate, what are your thoughts on that? No, I think that idea of um, just think about how much opportunity to improve or, you know, issues that need changing in the world that people have not done. You can say, you know, the world is unforgiving and big and when you want to change it, it's already been done or, you know, I'm not creative enough to do it. But really, the opportunity is right there. The book says, quote, see abundance, feel abundance, believe abundance. Let no thought or limitation enter your mind, quote. Tell yourself that the world needs people like you so that you can change it. It's important to note that these goals of changing the world are in a peaceful and righteous nature. If violent people, let's just say, ISIS stood behind this theory, then, I don't know, the world would be in trouble. Um, pursue the global change that you would want as a child um, so that the following generations can enjoy your utopia and reap the benefits. Yeah, that quote is super powerful. I'm just sitting here looking at it back and like, wow, see abundance, feel abundance, believe abundance. That's that's impactful, man. If you if you take that into your life and you utilize that in every piece of your life, wow. Right. Changes can be made. That's right. And it starts with you. It starts with the one person. Yeah. And that leads perfectly into the secret to you. Uh, and so I have a quote here that says, you are the only one who can create the life you deserve. As you deliberately focus on what you want, as you begin to radiate good feelings, the law of attraction will respond. All you have to do is make a start. And as you do, you will unleash the magic. This relates to another quote that I have here that says, all power is from within and therefore under your control. 
Going back to the most important quote from this book, you are the creator of you. You hold all the power to achieve what you really want. You must start focusing on asking, believing, and receiving, and you will reap the benefits of your internal power and focus. And it all goes back to you creating you in the sense of abundance and gratefulness and goodness in your life. And the universe and the law of attraction will bring those ideas back unto you. That, that, that loving yourself really is a crucial part because you need to heal your soul through confidence and compliments. Um, and that's a righteous way to be the best version of you. And quote, so if you think this meat suit running around, that's you, think again, you're a spiritual being, you're an energy field. Quote, waking up every day to greet your goals, those who obscure your vision and combating adversity are all attributes to you, your thought process, problem solving mm -hmm. skills, and your views. My only advice to the listeners, or what I would do, and I personally do, is diet, meditate, and practice gratitude so you can claim all of the potential energy the world has yet to see. Again, you create you. And this leads into the secret of life where if you are so righteous and you're so committed to your goals, you are going to do great things. Neil deGrasse Tyson said, and I'm paraphrasing because I saw this on a YouTube video a while ago, that there are two things in life you should do. Limit the suffering of others and learn something new about the universe every day. The book says you were born to add something, to add value to this world, to simply be something bigger and better than you were yesterday. Quote. These two quotes align so they suggest that your legacy is important. So I think the secret of your life is to leave that legacy. The purpose of life is unknown, which is why it's so creative, though. It's, it's creative to build your soul on. I mean, it doesn't. It's not universal, overarching to every single person, but every single person wants to leave some kind of le legacy. And I think adding something to the world solidifies this purpose that others will see and say, quote, I want to be like them, um, you know, to grow your further legacy for further generations to see your work in action. I think that's the best change anyone could ever hope for. I, I honestly never really thought about that idea of legacy and what the law of attraction might do for future generations. I was kind of thinking more on a personal level, but I really like that idea. And I think that legacy kind of goes into what I want to say, where uh, from the book it says, I always say when the voice and the vision on the inside become more profound, clear, and loud than the opinions on the outside, you've mastered your life. This quote is so crucial to understand, so I want to say it again. I always say when the voice and the vision on the inside become more profound, clear, and loud than the opinions on the outside, you have mastered your life. Your internal focus and motivation is the most powerful tool in the world. You are the creator of you and listening to what you have to say about your life is the most important to your success. Now, I have another quote here that says, so your purpose is what you say it is. Your mission is the mission you give yourself. Your life will be what you created as and no one will stand in judgment of it now or ever. Believe in your visualization and show gratitude towards your achievements. Your life is what you make it, so fulfill your dreams and let nothing stand in your way. You are the creator of you. I mean, that's just the common denominator. I've been scrolling up and down through these notes and all I see is rewarding and complimenting yourself, putting yourself first in order to grow and to be confident in life while also visualizing your goals and keeping them in mind. You know, I think it's critical. The bottom line is to find that goal 
and find that goal that's reputable and rewarding so you know you can appreciate the hard work and practice you put in as well as I don't know others in that legacy um, in order to attempt to live a happy life and remind yourself of how you want to live um, so that you can continue through the lows and highs you know practicing moderation and consistency to ultimately have your confidence soar and your dreams unfold right all of these secrets are important to take into your life and utilize them as you reach for your goals i think you summed it up really nicely um, and I just have an ending quote here that I hope you can take away from these episodes on The Secret. And it says, learn to become still and to take your attention away from what you don't want and all the emotional charge around it and place the attention on what you wish to experience. Energy flows where attention goes. Thanks for listening to this episode and the ending of our three-part series of The Secret. Check out our website for more cool shit, and thank you for listening to your evening explorationists.